Hello, you are listening to 97.7 KWNK. My name is Lily with Mass Liberation Radio, and I am so happy to be sitting with this delightful person. Who am I with today? Hi, y'all. My name is Jasmine Margarita. My pronouns are she, they. I go by jazz, and I feel so thrilled and honored to be here. Thank you, Lily. And Thank K-Wink. you. Yeah, I have to say, the second I met you, which I can't even think of when, because I ran into you once, and then I saw you every day, like, <laughs> for, for weeks. And it's just, you're out there, you're in the community, we do a lot of organizing, and just creative um, things together. I've seen you around and I just think it would be great to sit down and talk with you um, and let Reno know about this wonderful new asset of a human being we have here. How long has it been? How long have you been here? Uh, Well, since I've moved to Reno since July 2020. However, I was born down the street at St. Mary's. Um, and I grew up coming here because a bunch of my mommy's family is here. Um, so I mean, it so it depends like on context and what you're like what you're asking. But sure, in my sure. adult life, yeah, it's like since 2020. Yeah. So almost almost two years already. Yay. It's been good. It's been good. I've had to you know organize a lot virtually and stuff like that. But now that you know, I don't knock on wood. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> uh, things are getting, in, you know, yeah. whatever. The new normal. Yeah, the things are is. happening. We're not sure what they are. <laughs> no, we don't. But we're navigating through them. Yes. Well, we're at least outside in the sunshine. Um, seeing you out, you came to my garden, which I love. Working with NNDSA, one of my favorites. Um, tell me a little bit about the work that you're doing with um, NNDSA. Yeah, so um, for anyone who's listening, I mean, in nonprofit spaces, activist spaces love their acronyms, so I'm just going to spell it out. (laughs) Um, So NNDSA stands for Northern Nevada Democratic Socialists of America. We're the chapter that covers all of Northern Nevada. And um, I was elected, I was was kind of voluntold, really, (laughs) to be the co-chair. And so I have been since January. We're doing a lot of restructuring right now. I love a good process. And um, we really want to centralize the issues that are affecting our members, which is largely working class, largely um, black and brown, largely allies of the issues that we're facing today, like houselessness um, and lower wages, higher rents, um, food insecurity, that sort of thing. And so when I learned um, that this was you know, an opportunity to get more involved in the community outside. What have I, what, outside what I do for my day job? I was like, you know what, whatever I can do. Um, and I think often people, you know, um, and it, it sounds cheesy, but um, I used, I, I used to work retail and, you know, they have like the bulletin boards and stuff with your goals and for right yeah. when you walk in. And it's the kitten like, that's like hanging there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, there was a sticker and it always stick with me. Um, uh, but it says there's, uh, there's only so much you can do with, um, the only like crossed out. And so I was, you know, and I was talking with someone today hmm. and they were like, yeah, like I try to contribute what I can in the community and whatnot. And I was like, an organizer is nothing without volunteers, yeah. you know? And so what you can, can contribute is a lot. That's what people don't understand. I think a lot of times, like, 
especially like with the garden project, you know, like, yeah, sure. We totally need money usually like in the beginning of the year and stuff because there are things that you want to improve. But when somebody's body comes, it's so much better. And I think that too, with organizing with any, you know, we don't need the donation as much as we need your physical body to show up to the things. And like, that's what we're all trying to do when we're organizing around anyone or anything, like everything you're doing is helpful there's always room for people, but your physical body, now that you're allowed to bring it places, please bring it places. <laughs> Absolutely. In your full self, too, might I add, because, you know, I think it's pretty intimidating if you've never, like, touched activism or anything like that, but you've always wanted to. It's always, like, it's kind of like, like you just go to the pool, right, and you just dip your toe in. Instead of dipping your toe in, just throw your whole body just in. Swim. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just got to get on the diving board while you're still dry. Yeah. Like, that's kind of, that's how I feel, too. And then before you know it, you're just, like, surrounded by all of these other things. And you're so busy, but in good, fulfilling, enriching ways. Yeah. I, I have to say that, like, and I've learned so much more about my community and made more, like, lasting um friendships and just more meaningful connections and i think we we need that so much more right now we have these weird um unnatural connections like it is not natural to become friends with 2000 people that you've never seen <laughs> you know but it is natural when you you know see someone at an event you hear a you know mu- piece of music they played or you see a piece of art that they made and you talk to them about it like that's connecting yes that's, that's organic we need yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. and i just i appreciate that i think you might be one of the only people i didn't meet on zoom which um, is so cool which is so cool i don't know how we did it <laughs> but we did we yeah. met in person y'all like didn't plan it just met in person. But you know what? We did kind of plan. We met at a river cleanup. We were supposed to meet for work. Yeah. We uh-huh. weren't able to meet. And we both were at um, a river cleanup, which shout out to um, our water protectors for doing river cleanups for years in our community, despite recent um, advertisements trying to claim that they're the first people. But um, thank you. I'm just trying to uh, to the Harrys for exactly. I'm gonna doing... I was gonna say let's plug them in right yes, now. Beverly right Harry, now. Autumn Harry. Thank we you so much. Love them, the crown jewels of our community, mm-hmm. truly. And I will fight with my life to protect them. <laughs> I remember we were on a Zoom call uh, the other. Or was it yesterday? When it's today's Saturday. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm so lost on my days already. It's, it's been okay. a long week. I won't week. be listening on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I remember too another gem in our community. We were talking about Elvira in a coalition yes. call, and we were like, "We will protect her with our lives. We'll do anything for her." <laughs> no, yes. literally. But that—that's how I feel about you, Lily. That's you how. Too. That's how I like knew about you before anything and stuff. And I've always wanted to connect, but I don't like to rush connections. I don't like to like it's gonna happen if it's meant to happen and stuff so i've always wanted to meet you and whatnot i know you've always done a really good job and you know only i mean people only better have good things to say about (laughs) in front of me in front of me (laughs) listen i know that i'm fun and you can't take that away from me (laughs) that's what matters you know you know how you know you're fun 
when somebody gives you a disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, sure, I can go, but we can't get crazy. <laughs> yes, but we're not staying out all night. Sure, <laughs> but we're not going all out. I'm like, well, then don't call me. <laughs> don't call me if you don't want to be crazy. Oh, I'm so sad that I went home that night. Like it's a after a Nettie's campaign. See, that was so a fun. That yeah, I know. Right now, so right now we are talking about um, amazing pillars in our community. I think we're just showing yeah. some love to some of the wonderful people who uphold our community. Um, and one of those people is absolutely Nettie Stevens, um, who I'm so excited is running for um, Senate and she will win. They will win. They, she will win. And it's going to be great. It's going to be so good. I've started calling them Senator Stevens already just because <laughs> it sounds good. It no, sounds right. It sounds right. It sounds yeah. Right. And, and the opponent, it's, <laughs> this is not something that is sponsored by 94 Nevada or anything like that. <laughs> this is just my personal opinion. The opponent is not a nice person. <laughs> And that's all I'm going to say about that. Nettie I, will serve the people um, very well. They are from Nigeria. Incredibly intelligent. I didn't realize because I met Nettie um, in like an organizing space that they are a scientist. Like a real scientist. Oh, no, literally. A literal scientist. So I think we need more um, intelligent people in office, especially scientists. You know, I think... People who run for office, they do it for one or two things. Either they run to represent or they run to rule. And Nettie's definitely the first part, like the first one. So um, more power to them. And I know nothing about the candidates. I'm not going to like, or the opponents. I'm not going to speak on them at all. But I do think that y'all should look up the races, get involved in local politics. Because for me, local politics matters more than what's going on federally, honestly. It really does. You know? It's funny because there will be people that talk about federal politics to me sometimes. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, but do you know what's going on? Here, right now, that yeah. tangibly could be changed by you caring mm -hmm. about it. It is fun to watch the circus, but, like, there's so much work to do here. I barely come up for air to look at federal politics. Like, it's not um, not my main focus. Like, I, the it's too overwhelming, and it seems – I think that's why a lot of people get apathetic, because they only pay attention to federal politics, and it seems so far away. Like, change seems so far away. Sorry, I was opening a Coke, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, 100%. And I think people are disengaged for many reasons. Um, but when you have hometown heroes like Beverly, like Autumn, like Nettie, Lily, so many, there's so many hometown heroes here in Reno. Natalie, Megan, Erica. So, so Nick, many. Holly, all the, all the, all the people. Yeah. So many people make this community mm -hmm. so rich. Like I've never. But anyone can be that. Yeah. Anyone. anyone. There are anyone. no pre-qualifications. No. By the way. You just got to give a shish. <laughs> yes. You yes, just got to give a shish. That's all you have to do. Um, so I want to kind of talk about, cause we we're talking about working and we we're talking a little bit about working and talking about, um, a bunch of people who are from different backgrounds right now. And we kind of talked before this about, um, professionalism and like what, um, cause we were talking about federal, um, politics and, uh, Ketanji, 
uh, her confirmation hearing and how absolutely ridiculous it is. You know, the standard is clearly she's not going to be crying and talking about her calendars. For anyone who um, doesn't isn't falling just for a sec, it's just um, Kataji Brown Jackson just and I don't mean that just but the Kataji Brown Jackson who is up um, to be one of our the United States Supreme Court justices. It would be the first black woman ever to sit on the highest court in the land and she is so overqualified. It's not even funny. These white men could never. They could never and she's the most qualified of anyone, anyone, past or present, which says so much. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I know that there are things, like there are small things that I see that I can't do, that other people can do, you know, where I'm like, well, I can I can mess up one time and it will last forever. Yeah. Other people can mess up every weekend and whatever. And same thing with achievements. And the fact that she has to be so overqualified to be the first person really shows where we are. Um, in this in this country right now, that even even something like this, which I have a lot of feelings about the Supreme Court anyway. Like I don't think anything should be supreme anyway, but it is right now, and um, and I'm sure you face that too. Like, do you want to talk a little bit about some things that are different like different for you in this space that might not be different for other folks in similar positions so i don't want to be here preaching to the choir and so that's you know i want to lay that out as my intention to not do that but it's i see it often um i (laughs) i'm an aries y'all this is my season by the way (laughs) happy birthday (laughs) thank you um so (sighs) I, um, <laughs> uh, you know, Aaron Sims. Oh, shout, yeah. Shout out, Aaron. Aaron shout Sims. out, Aaron. Aaron um, from Nevada, also. Yes. All sorts an, of people running for um, office. Another hometown hero. Yes. But he, um, he saw me at that county commission meeting earlier this week and he was introducing me to someone and he was like, oh, this is Jazz. She's such a spitfire. <laughs> and I, <laughs> taken a little aback and I, I didn't take offense to it but I was like am I a spitfire and I guess I guess I am but I honestly it's not that I'm never trying to be the loudest in the room I'm always trying to just be the most intentional in the room and yeah. that's important to me but with that said with being intentional it is being intentional about speaking up and standing up for yourself and your communities um, and that is a constant position that I'm put in. And so it's we never really talk about the emotional labor that it takes um, to be, uh, to hold many identities in a person or in spaces um, that are traditionally not for marginalized communities, right? Um, but it's a matter for me about creating and building space. But man, I just... It's the emotional labor to always be poised and calm and just like... KBJ, right? Like she had, she was being drilled, and the and uh, one of the frogs, sorry, <laughs> one of the, um, I think it was Ted Cruz, no, Lindsey Graham, um, that just kept kept interrupting her as she was talking, and so no one ever taught me to reclaim your time, right? Yeah. So when someone's interrupting you, um, I I've just learned just like if I could finish, you know, if I could finish, and that has been. 
such a lifesaver for me in my spaces to make sure that my voice is not only heard, but not like drowned out, you know, and that, that it's centered um, when it's appropriate. It's not appropriate all the time, I will say, but for the for the most part, it's like the emotional labor. It's about being, you know, cast uh, cast typed as a spicy, fiery Latina. Like that, I don't like that. Even it's weird. even if I possess that, right? Even if I possess that fire and stuff, I don't like being um, ob- objectified into a spice. Yeah. You well, know? I'm a troublemaker. I'm like, am I a troublemaker or am I standing up for things that are yeah. not right? Mm-hmm. Am I a troublemaker or am I saying there's some trouble over here? We should fix it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, yeah, in Jeff Beauregard Sessions. Yes, his middle name is Beauregard, and I believe he's like the third or fourth Beauregard. (laughs) And my other, my good friend, Edward Coleman, also Mm -hmm. hometown hero, Mm -hmm. shout out. I really wish Edward would run for mayor, but one day, um, hopefully governor or something. (laughs) But Edward said anyone with the middle name of Beauregard deserves whatever comes at them in life. (laughs) I just I'm, love that. I don't know if I've ever heard that name. <laughs> it's, you know, Mr. Beauregard. It's like a very old time okay. southern, southern name. So um, for anybody who's just tuning in, this is Lily with Mass Liberation Radio. And I am sitting here with my friend Jess. And we're talking about um, hometown heroes, federal and local politics, why they're important and kind of segueing into... Um, I want to talk about your creative life, about your real person, who you are, because we see um, we see each other at public meetings, giving testimonies, tabling events, volunteering. But like, I know that there is a creative thing that feeds your soul, like all of ours. And you said something really beautiful about the community here, which I agree with. Um, So tell me about the way that you rely on the arts to fuel you through this whatever we're doing (laughs) the movement the fight and the movement yes this timeline's crazy Uh, but you know what gets me through it um, one of the ways is my outlet of creativity Um, I've been a writer for as long as I can remember always I have journals and journals still from middle school high school just always been a way that I can release and it makes me feel like it's it's somewhere you know like where where, wherever those feelings that I'm having it's somewhere it's written down it's out in the world and I think that I'm a pretty expressive person and vulnerable person and so I've gotten into poetry um because I used to just keep the writings to myself, but I was like, no, other people feel this way, man. Like other people can connect or relate in some kind of way. And so I just little by little started getting more comfortable on stage and stuff like that. But um, it wasn't until I moved to like Reno that I found Spoken Views Collective. Shout out again to Hometown Heroes, Creating Spaces, Building Spaces. Um, And yeah, man, I, I performed... June 2021, I think, or no, it was May. I think it was May 2021. And right here, right next door at the Holland Project, right? And the feeling when I got on that stage, like the welcome embrace that I had, all the smiles, the cheers, like the snaps, 
just people like relating. It was like nothing I've ever really felt before, you know, and um, I've been kind of addicted to it since. Um, hey, that's a healthy addiction. I'll take yeah, it any day. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. And it's not like because I'm feeding my ego in any way. No, it's because I'm connecting with my community in, right. in a way that makes sense to me in the way that I'm saying it. And uh, that poem actually was featured on Kay Wink as well. It was a bilingual poem, um, low key about my, <laughs> about my religious trauma. And um, I, I don't know, it just felt so good. And um, yeah, and so uh, m- one of the like main like collaborators and organizers of Spoken Views Collective, Jesse James uh, Ziegler, super awesome. And and his wife is also super nice. He's super <laughs> um, awesome. Yes. He's super awesome. Um, and so he um, is the manager of Monday Night Poetry over at Shims, y'all. It starts at 6 p.m. every Monday. Highly recommend it. Um, shared community space and I love going up there and feeling the same I love Shims Shims is such a good place um, to just just like I love the vibe of it and and everything but Zach the owner is really cool um, too and so yeah um, by the way, I, t- I took a bar backing through <laughs> through through Shims and, Ooh, and Zach. Yeah, fun. Yeah, I bartended a couple times. I love it. It's so I much fun bartending. It's just like hosting a party, but mm-hmm. it's not your drinks. I'm on the other side watching other people make bad decisions instead right. of me. <laughs> well, I like it because I have something to do. Mm-hmm. Like I need to be doing something. I can't mm-hmm. just. It mm-hmm. seems like when I'm out, I'm a very social person and stuff, but it's like it takes everything in me to do that. I'm <laughs> yeah. much better if I have an activity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I love that. an activity. Uh-huh. I'm still a child. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to put you on the spot. No, go ahead. But can we hear the poem? Oh. Um, I'm really sure. putting her on the spot. I, <laughs> I'm down. Since you mentioned it. Yeah. I as well. I should have a... Uh, expected that <laughs> you know give me one sec let me find it real quick okay but um yeah that you know that's how that's how i release and in, in more one way i guess you um, have to you have yeah. to and that's how you get the energy to do i feel like for me like a lot of energy comes from the community and the work that's being done mm-hmm. but then other things come from paying full attention to your creative self yes and Sucking up that nectar so Mm -hmm. you can continue to resist. It literally feels like fuel. Yeah. But sometimes I, when I write, right, it comes from such a deep part of me that I can also feel really exhausted and drained. So I have to be really careful too. And it's just like my limits with like everything, like just juggling so many balls. And I kind of drop some sometimes and pick them back up as we go. But yeah, create creatively. Uh, creatively, I have had to like set my own boundaries. Yeah, and stuff, yeah, you know? totally. Me too, actually. And it's been so great. I am. Um, That's great. Don't say yes to every gig now. I like, get <sighs> to so like good. intentionally pick stuff. Mm-hmm. And then if I have days off, just because I'm available doesn't mean I have to put something in that available space. See, I'm learning. I that. learned that. At 34 years old, <laughs> just because you're free does not mean you're available. That's different. Yes. You're allowed to say no when you have nothing else to do. I'm taking that with me. I, I did not that. know that. <laughs> Apparently, it's true. Sorry. And it, sorry, it'll make you much happier. Yes. Yes. No, for sure. I, I'm learning that now. <laughs> yes. It's very helpful. Yeah. No, 100%. Um um so yeah i i write and you know when i can i i perform and stuff like that but i have 
the past few weeks. I'm just like, I need to take care of me right now. Yeah. Even if it's just sitting at home. Like last night I cleaned out my refrigerator. And I was like, this is the it's best so Friday good. night ever. <laughs> you know, I found, uh, I never wanted to get TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then I found cleaning TikTok. <laughs> Ooh, so good. Oh my So gosh. satisfying. So satisfying. Yeah, between cleaning and plant TikTok, I'm just like, now I'm hooked. <laughs> I love plant TikTok yeah. too. All right. Let me, let me, I'll share this poem. So I wrote this back in October 2020. Um, I just, I had no strength left to give that day. Um, I was going through something really personal and I sought solace and what I knew best out of habit is my Catholic, my Catholic upbringing. And so I walked to the door of my family church and I saw a giant poster of 40 days for life meetings in the church I grew up. And I've walked away and never looked back since. And, you know, I think because the work that I do and the identities that I hold, my relationship with religion has been very complicated over the years and stuff. But I know deep in my heart that my relationship with God deserves to be based in love and acceptance, not fear, punishment, and judgment. And so I did perform this bilingual piece, and I forgot about this actually, but I'm reading it now. I performed it at the Creating Change 2021 Variety Show, and it was so green. So uh, thank you again, community, for the encouragement, love, and support. Um, and start with a prayer. Um, Dios te salve, María. Llena eres de gracia. El Señor está contigo. Bendita eres entre todas las mujeres y bendito es el fruto de tu vientre, Jesús. Santa María, Madre de Dios, ruega por nosotros pecadores ahora y en la hora de nuestra muerte. Amén. Ave María, te ruego porque el fruto, el fruto de una mujer es más de ser una madre, más de su vientre. Hail Mary, I beg you, because the fruit of a woman is more than being a mother, more than her womb. Ave María, te ruego porque la fruta es su presencia, su bienestar y libertad. Hail Mary, I beg, I pray, because the fruit of a woman is her presence, her well-being, and her freedom. Ave María, es el honor de mi vida ser una de tus hijas. Mis antepasados caminan por ti. Yo nunca he dejado a Dios porque Dios nunca me ha dejado a mí. Hail Mary, it is the honor of my life to be one of your daughters. Mis antepasados, my ancestors walk through you. I have never left God because God has never left me. Ave María, la conversación y relación con Dios es, es mío y solo mío. Ave María, te ruego porque la libertad de esta conversación y relación se amenace cada día. Se amenaza porque yo no, yo soy ni de aquí ni de allá, con valores progresistas y educación tradicional. Solo recuerdo la Ave María completa en español, pero no puedo comunicar cómo quiero salvar a nuestras mujeres en la casa de Dios, en la presencia de más hijos de Dios. Hail Mary, the conversation and relationship with God is mine and mine alone. Hail Mary, I beg you because the freedom of that conversation and relationship is threatened every day. It is threatened because I am neither here from there with progressive values and traditional education. I only remember my Hail Mary in Spanish, but I can't communicate how I want to save our women in the house of God and in the presence of more of God's children. Ave Maria, en negarle el derecho de su cuerpo a la mujer, a la gente, no hace desparecer la necesidad. 
Ave María, ruega por nosotros pecadores, ahora y en la hora de nuestra muerte en sociedad. Amén. Hail Mary, denying, the pe denying people the right to their own bodies does not eliminate necessity. Hail Mary, beg for us sinners now and at the hour of our death in society. Amen. Wow, that was beautiful. Thank you. I love that. Thanks. <laughs> I love it. I love the idea of the fruit of a woman being in her presence. That's a really is that the way that you put mm -hmm, it? Mm -hmm. That's a really wonderful thought to Thank have you. because it is so true. We are still viewed as, you know, mothers. We have to contribute to society through to, our yes. wombs. Yes. <laughs> yes. That or is like, the expectation. Yeah. And we're not allowed to do stuff once you do. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the thing. Well, and, like, do you have your kid? I'm like, yes. And my kid can go anywhere also. Like, mm -hmm. he is allowed to be in the world. You do not mm -hmm. have to stay at home with your child for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Even, like, I, I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, um, I've talked to my mom and stuff like that and my sister and stuff and like my, my family. And I just I feel it's just like something that I've experienced through through like my experiences with them and seeing them. But like I feel like you're not you don't own your sexuality anymore once you become a mother. Like you no. can't be like a sexual liberated no. being or like that's the expectation you of can't, society. You will just be a hoe. Yeah. Nice to meet you. I'm a hoe <laughs> because I also, I have sex and I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, Without the intention of having other children, by the way. Mm -hmm. Just yeah. for pleasure. Yeah. Actually. I, I enjoy pleasure. I know. It's terrible. It, it is I'll terrible. I'll admit to it. <laughs> it's good to have pleasure and joy in our lives no matter in what form that comes in you know right and we deserve that as women yeah at the very least at the very least <laughs> at the very least <laughs> i feel like monthly i have to explain like to some man where i'm like i'm sorry let me just break it down for you once again what we go through because <laughs> it seems like you're not you're not coming at me like somebody who bleeds for a week straight and i mm -hmm. want you to <laughs> remember that when you talk to me like mm -hmm. this um yeah that, yeah, that was such a beautiful piece. I'm going to be thinking about it all day. Thank you. Uh, I, I realized it. we also, we didn't talk about the song in the beginning. Oh. Um, yeah. Yes. Tell Sasa. us about. Yeah. Ooh. Hey. Uh, I'm singing it in my head. <laughs> it was a good uh, one. So Salsa by Nina Dios just brings me that bad B energy. You know what I'm yes. saying? It just brings me that like, that immediate like, I'm a chingona. No one can mess with me. Like, you know, I'm out here like doing what I'm going to do with my friends and um, I live a life without judgment of other people in my head, you know, and that's always the energy that I want to admit. <laughs> you do. You Thank totally you. Do. <laughs> Thank Invite Joss to your event. You won't be sorry. <laughs> you won't be sorry. She'll bring the vibes. Um, tell us about the next song. So the next song is Mas y Mas by Reina, I think. Um, and Reina it, Tropical. Yeah, there you go. Reina Tropical. And 
it's just a really good beat. It's just like really something to vibe to. It makes it's my go to happy song when I don't know what to put on. It keeps me like fresh and light and you know, it's kind of like versus like my screamo music that I listened to. I used to be a warp tour kid <laughs> and then stuff oh, like I that. Remember the warp tour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's like the days. complete opposite of that. It's I like know. so light, so fun and breezy. Very like it it's rooted in and th- tropical music, yeah. you know. So that's so great. Well, it's been really great talking with you. Um, we are on 97.7 K-Wink, and we are talking to Jasmine Margarita um, about all things femininity, organization-wise, um, organizer-wise, activism, community, and just all the love and happiness. Um, thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you soon again. Thank you so much, Lily. You are the best. Thank you you so much for having me here. It was lovely talking to you. And for anyone listening here, I just want um, y'all to know that there are black and brown people in your community fighting for a space for you because we want you there. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah, and I feel like there's this common misconception in Reno that it's like, only white folks but that's just not true that's not true at all so we invite you um with open arms and thank you k wink for hosting two badass organizers and people on this i love that thank you all right we're gonna head out with masi mas by rena tropical Si es mi amor, si te ríes, te quita el dolor